Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Liberty Benson High School, your site for tonight's action in high school girls basketball. Today we have the Crestview Knights taking on the Liberty Benson Eagles. Crestview currently 17-2 on the season, top seed in the Northwest 4 District of Division 4. They will take on Pioneer to start their pro season here in a few weeks. Liberty Benson at 14-4 on the year. They're the number two seed in the Northwest 1 District of Division 2. They'll go up against Salina to begin their pro season again here in a few weeks. This is BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common for today's matchup with Crestview and Liberty Benson. And Matt, two teams have both been uh, very good in their own right and swearing off here in this non-conference game. So what are some of the things you're all looking forward to seeing in this one? Oh, well, first of all, let me just say it's always fun to see one of our region's kryptonites in Crestview in any variety. Uh, they have, uh, they're getting right up there with some of those Mac schools as the destroyer of dreams and optimism for us in a broadcast season. So always fun to get one of these matchups between Crestview and Liberty Bend. It's a really good matchup year in and year out. Really what I'm expecting to see is superstar performances. You've got Callie Gregory going against Lauren Gherkin. That's the whole script. That, that's the script for this game. That is the matchup. Two of the premier players, not just in this area, not just in the region, quite literally in the state of Ohio, two of the premier players overall. So I'm really looking forward to the chess game between the two of them. Really curious to see what we see from a coaching standpoint between Chad Lieb and uh, Mark Gregory for the Crestview side, between those two going back and forth. It's a bit of a different animal. Last time it was Coach Irwin. Now it's Coach Lee. This might be a bit of a coaching chess match as well. So I'm just looking forward to a good game. This is going to be a great matchup. Two of the best teams in the area. A number one seed, a top tier seed with Liberty Benton as well. Should make for a thrilling matchup and a good, uh, just to call it as it is, good postseason preview. I, I think there's a decent possibility these teams will see each other again at some point in the next couple of weeks. Starting lineups for today on the Crestview side, Josie Kolwicki, Kennedy Kreider, Casey Gregory, Ellie Klein, and Callie Gregory. Head coach is, again, Mark Gregory. On the LB side, Sophia Barbara, Emma Hooper, Cora Dehart, Addie Crow, Lauren Gherkin. Starting five for Liberty Benson. Head coach is Chad Lieb. It'll be Liberty Benson ball to start this one as we'll be attacking the basket to our right here from our perched up position at Liberty Benson High School. Sophia Barber cross courts it over Addie Crow. Right wing for the Eagles. Down inside Gherkin. Right back out to Crow. Crow swings it right back over again. Now to Barber. Ends up again in Crow's hands on the right wing. Now it'll be Dehart entering it from the short corner. Gherkin inside. Too strong on the shot. Going to be rebounded by Kreider. Crestview the other way. Not the best decision there from Lauren Gherkin. That was a bit of a rough shot to begin with. I know she was looking for contact and trying to get to the line. But you got to attack. You can't be fading away to try and draw that contact. 
Still 0 0, 7.15 to go. Opening quarter between Crestview and Liberty Benson. Pass gonna be a little too strong. Last time from Ellie Klein as it goes out of play over by the Liberty Benton bench. It'll be Eagle Ball 7.13 to go here first quarter. Worth noting, early stage of this game, seeing a little bit of miscommunication here on both teams' parts. It is a Monday night game. This is usually warm-up and opening practice day. Said you're playing a matchup between two of the best teams in the area. Might take a quarter or a little bit of time before both teams get up to full speed. Sophia Barber gets it over now to Addie Crow on the Liberty Benton side of things. Under now seven minutes to go. First quarter pass. Going to be stolen away by... Gregory is Callie Gregory will take it the other direction for Crest. You're still looking for the first points of the game from either side as we're knotted up 0-0. Zero to zero. Down inside for Kreider. Back out now. Shot going to be off from Cole Wickey. Rebounded though inside by Callie Gregory. Her shot again off the mark. Now we're going to foul down underneath presumably on Callie Gregory. And yes it will as it'll be a first foul of the game for either team. It'll be Liberty Benton Ball. That's a big one there. Callie Gregory getting a foul here early in the first quarter. That is a favorable situation for Liberty Ben. You want to try and keep her off the court as long as possible. You get her into foul trouble early, that's going to be a huge way to do it. Stressy coming out with a full court press. We'll see Liberty Benson get it into the half court. Now Sophia Barber with it on the left wing. Back up top now, Hooper with it. Crow with it now, right wing for Liberty Benton. Barber briefly open for the three. Back now to Crow, entering it to Gherkin. Right block, quickly double team. It's a back and out of Barbara. Swinging it down inside. Now the under to DeHart. Turn around from the left block, won't go. Rebound it inside. Callie Gregory Crestview again the other way. Still 0 0. Under six minutes to go, first quarter. You can tell the plan for Liberty Benton is to get it into Lauren Gherkin often and without mercy. <laughs> it's it's going to work eventually, but they might want to rethink that strategy a little early on in this game. Casey Gregory flings it down into her sister, Callie. Callie Gregory's shot from inside won't go. Rebounded Sophia Barber. Liberty Benson now back the other way. 5.35 up to go first quarter. Still scoreless between Liberty Benson and Crestview. Gherkin now with an opportunity. Swings it out to Barber. The three-pointer won't touch anything as it was tried to be saved by Crow, but running out of room on the baseline. Will Addy Crow gives it back to Crestview. 5.25 to go here first quarter. I was wondering when this was going to happen. I was very shocked that Maya Etzler was not in the starting lineup between the height that you have between Gherkin, Dehart, and Barbara. So nice to see Coach Gregory make that adjustment. I, I think this is about two minutes and 45 seconds too long before she got back into this game. Klein open for the three. That won't go. Going to be rebounded by Casey Gregory to keep it with Crestview. 5.05 left to go first quarter. Still scoreless between Liberty Benson and Crestview. Crestview with possession following the offensive rebound. Now we'll get it over to Callie Gregory, finding it at the mid-block. Now down inside towards Etzler. Pass going to be poked away. We'll stay with Crestview under the basket with 4.56 to go first quarter. Still scoreless. I'll say, if you had told me three minutes in we still wouldn't have a score, I'd be genuinely surprised between these two squads. Up top, three-pointer from Casey Gregory. Back iron won't fall. Rebounded by Crow, then losing the handle. Stolen right back by Casey Gregory, and then laying it up and in. Crestview will eventually now strike first. They lead 2-0. I'm also going to win the Powerball tonight. <laughs> Benson setting things up now in the half court. Trailing 2-0, 4.35 left to go here opening quarter. Korea Dehart, turnaround shot won't go. Rebounded again by Callie Gregory. Knights the other way. I like the play by DeHart, but you got to set your feet. She kind of was still mid-jump as she turned around to try and hit that. A lot of fadeaways right now from Liberty Benton. They're not really attacking towards the basket, which is really their strength. 
Crest, you're going to set things up now on their side of the floor. Swinging it over now. Clyde open for the left wing three. Won't fall. Rebounded down inside by Lauren Gherkin. She'll take it the other direction now herself for Liberty Benton. She'll stop at the corner. Swings it now all the way back over to Crow. Crow wants to enter it to Dehart. Doesn't have the entry pass. Now they'll get it to Gherkin. Has it at the free throw line. Back over Crow. Wide open the right corner. Three. Up and good for Addy Crow. Liberty Benton just like that in front. Three to two. 3.43 left to go first quarter. And that's something Liberty Benton desperately needs is to get in the back half and the postseason run for this team. you got to have that three-point dagger. They had it with Riley for all those years. Now you have it with Addie Crow. you got to keep that consistency going. Crestview setting things up now on their side of the floor. Trailing 3-2, three to two, 3.23 to go first quarter here between Liberty Benton and Crestview. Liberty Benton now the one-point lead after the Addie Crow three. Klein driving her way down inside, swatted away by Gherkin. She'll take it now the other way for the Eagles. In transition, Lauren Gherkin fights the traffic, lays it up and in. Now a 5-2 lead for Liberty Benson, 3-0-5 to go first quarter. Nice basket from Gherkin. Very well done, good execution. I like that she went for the contact, but still made sure she had control and poise on her way out. Kelly Gregory with it right wing now for Crestview. She'll launch the three up and good as the defense ran away from her, actually allowing Gregory to have the opening. Coach Aleeb did not like any part of that defensive rotation from his team in that 2-3 zone. He'll now call the timeout all tied up now 5-5 here first quarter of action. Yeah, and this is where we have one of those moments where the coach called a timeout to make himself feel better kind of situation. Let's see how that plays out immediately coming out of this timeout. As does seem like he Got the composure back in a hurry there as the first 10 or so seconds of that timeout. Well, if we were close enough to hear it, I'm pretty sure we'd be getting a letter from the FCC. <laughs> well, because of, if there's anybody that Liberty Benton should never leave that open, it's, it, it, it's Callie Gregory. Gregory. That's, that's not a secret. That is just common sense. Callie Gregory... That, that's on par with like Jack Black needs to be protected at all costs. Callie Gregory should be defended at all costs in this game. Going to go following the timeout. Liberty Benton ball all tied up 5-5, five to five, 235. Up to go here first quarter of action. And Emma Hooper with it, bouncing it over to Crow. Left wing for Liberty Benton. Find Gherkin in the mid post, brings it back top of the key. Ends up in Hart's hands in the corner. Now they'll swing it up top. Hooper, she's open for the three. That one won't go off to the right. Rebounded by Etzler, now Crestview the other way. Chance to take the lead to 18 to go first quarter. Down inside in transition, Lane will not go. Second chance off the mark as well. The drawing the foul will Haley McCoy just checked in for Crestview. Chance to go the Knights, the lead with 2.11 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, very nice job there by McCoy drawing the contact. And the, you know, this kind of reminds me of the game that we saw the other day, last time we were here where Liberty Benton is just throwing it around the perimeter, hoping that eventually the very set-in-place defense is just going to open up a lane for them in the middle of the paint. And it just It's not going to happen against a team like Crestview. It's, that's why I keep saying the Liberty Benton needs to go on the attack. No more fadeaways, no more settling for the deep ball. you got to start going on the attack against this team. And it showed. Their five points all came on attacking plays. McCoy splits the free throws, gives Crestview the 6-5 lead. Two minutes left to go, opening quarter. Lindsay May now into the game as well for Liberty Benton. Enters it in the mid-post. Gherkin from in the paint. That one won't go. Rebound up for grabs, and they'll say last touched by Liberty Benton. We'll give it over to Crestview. 152 to go first quarter. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview 6-5. 
And it's also worth noting, I'm, I'm being a little bit critical of Liberty Benton's offense. The fact of the matter is Crestview's defense is just putting on a clinic in the paint. They are not giving Lauren Gherkin or DeHart or May any room to work with inside. Crestview setting things up now on their side of the floor offensively. Kowicki has it in the corner, enters it inside Etzler. Etzler turnaround shot blocked again inside by Gherkin. Already her second block of the ga game now. Liberty Benton the other way. Save the tape on that one. Not too many people get a block on Etzler. Barbara swings it over now to Crow. Crow enters it. Gherkin inside. She'll lose the handle. That's been Sophia Barbara's hands on the left wing. The Eagles. All right, left block. Now back outside. Shot from Gherkin won't go. May fights for the rebound. Can't come down with it, but able to throw it off of Haley McCoy to keep it with Liberty Benson under the basket with now 106 to go in the first quarter. Liberty Benson still trailing 6-5. Very nice move there. I, I always appreciate when that move's executed well. It's just the ultimate gotcha moment in basketball. Ball's going out of bounds. You think you're safe. All of a sudden it bounces off of your knee and you get turnover. Pass inside. Going to be stolen away by Crestview. Up ahead to Casey Gregory. Her lay-in up and good. After that transition, basket makes it now a three-point lead for Crestview. Now leading 8-5, to five, 55 seconds to go first quarter. A little bit of a concern there. Liberty Benton didn't try to go for any contact or a block on that one. Just kind of stopped their feet and let Casey Gregory get that lay-in. Everybody setting things up on their side of the floor offensively, down to 42 seconds to go in the first quarter. Sophia Barbara swings it over towards Crow. Pass is going to be ripped away. Callie Gregory, the steal, going the other way now for Crestview. She'll flight the defense, fling that one up in transition, comes up short. Rebounded by Sophia Barbara. Liberty Benton back the other way, down to 25 to go in the first quarter. Good steal by Gregory, just not able to do much after that. Crow has it right corner for Liberty Benton. Now down inside to Gherkin. She'll stop and pop at the elbow, comes up shy. Rebounded now, Ellie Klein. Crestview the other way, down to 10 to go in the first. Stopping will be Klein, now up top. Launching the three, will Kreider, but that one won't fall. Rebounded Lindsey May, up ahead Gherkin. Gherkin from the other volleyball line doesn't come close, and that'll do it for the first quarter. Crestview, the 8-5 lead over Liberty Benton through one quarter of basketball. We'll go ahead. Step aside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of quarter number two. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Our original watershed is located off of Plaza Drive, and our second location is found near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Bring your containers and fill up for only a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Eight to five, your scores are about to start the second quarter here between Liberty Benson and Crestview. Crestview, the three-point lead through one quarter of basketball. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on Glasgow's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And Crestview actually took long enough getting out of the huddle. The ref actually plopped the ball down, allowing Crestview to come and grab it before they were able to inbound to start the quarter. Yeah, actually started the uh, countdown clock as well. He's like, okay, 
The game's starting. You guys need to get out of your huddle in a hurry. Crestview will now set things up in the half court. Again, they lead 8-5. to five. Just starting off second quarter of action here from Liberty Benton. Crestview gets it down. Now Callie Gregory brings it over to the left wing. Liberty Benton still back in the 2-3 zone defensively. Klein bouncing it now over. Ends up Callie Gregory open for the corner. Three up and good again for Callie Gregory for her second three of the game. Extends the Knights lead 11-5. A bit of a concern right now. The tentativeness and the slow rotation defensively for Liberty Benton is starting to become a problem in this game. Gherkin quickly double teamed on the Liberty Benton side. They'll swing it over to Sophia Barbara. Barbara wants to bring it back up top and Willis. She gets it over to Hooper, top of the key. Gherkin has it now. She'll have it at the left elbow over towards Sophia Barbara once again. Wanted to spin around. Takes the shot from just inside the line. And good for Sophia Barbara. A much needed basket for Liberty Benton. Makes it 11-8 with 6.48 to go in the first half. Put her defender through the spin cycle there. Great job by Sophia Barbara. Crestview trying to get something going now on their side of the offense in the half court. And now Gally Gregory open for another three. That time off the mark from a little too far out. Going to be rebounded by Casey Gregory to keep it with Crestview. Now open with the three, Ellie Klein. That one won't rattle on in. Rebounded Addie Crow. Liberty Benton now the other way, 6-22. Go first half of action, 11-8 your score. Liberty Benton trailing. A little bit of an assist there for Liberty Benton from the softest rims in the region. Hooper's three won't go. Back iron too strong. Going to be rebounded. Ellie Klein crests you the other way. Klein in transition. Cannot get that one to go, but she'll take some contact. And now she'll go to the line with 6.06 to go in the first half. Yeah, Ellie Klein knew exactly what she was doing there. She knew she could draw the contact, had the double team around her. Instead of worrying about trying to get an outlet pass or maybe making a sudden stop and potentially traveling, losing the pivot foot or losing her like stop foot, as it were. Just put the ball up. You know you're going to draw some contact on the way up. Smart decision on her part. They go up and good on the Crestview side from Ellie Klein. Makes it now 12-8, 6-0-6. Up to go here. First half of action. Core DeHart now in for Liberty Benson. Coming in for Sophia Barber as the second free throw. Also up and good for Klein. And DeHart versus Etzler should be a pretty interesting matchup down there in the paint. Eddie Crow with it on the right wing for Liberty Benson. Some DeHart's hands up top. Lindsay May with it just inside the line. Now down inside. Hooper swatted down inside by Etzler. We'll stay with Liberty Benton now under the basket. 5.49 to go into the first half. Liberty Benton trailing by five. I'll take a swat away like that in an attacking style offense over the passiveness that we've been seeing from Liberty Benton most of this evening. Gherkin has it now on the block. Now back to Hooper. Hooper finds Crow. Briefly had the time. Won't launch it this time. Now over to DeHart, finds Lindsay May, open for the right corner. Three, up and good for Lindsay May. She struggled a bit from outside throughout the season, but making her second one in a very key time, this time to cut it to a two-point game. And right back in transition, Josie Kowicki goes to the defense. She'll draw the foul now for Crestview. May not be the most orthodox shooting method for Lindsay May, but it worked. She was able to connect on the basket. Very well done on her part, but got to give... Kowicki and company Lockrat, they know that they can be on the attack and they're drawing the fouls in bunches right now. First free throw will not go from Kowicki. Score remains 13 to 11, 528. Up to go here in the first half of action. And a lot of these Crestview Knights, really everybody that's getting significant time is the second free throw up and good from Kowicki. About, you know, all these Crestview Knights players that are on the floor, you know, handful of multi-sport athletes and a lot of them big parts of the volleyball team that you know made the state final four 
two seasons ago, and then last season lost in that uh, regional finals to uh, to Calvert down in Alida. That they did, and honestly, it's just been an incredible period of time for Crestview Sports in general. Really, these girls, these seniors, have really been a key part of that. Really say that about all the athletic programs at Crestview has really all can. been very good as Callie Gregory knocking that one down from the free throw line adds on to the Crestview lead now 16 to 11 with 505 to go in the first half. Yeah, I don't know what they have in the water down there for like the last eight years, but I would love some. That'd be great. As Addie Crow ends up hitting the deck as she was trying to take it the other way, ends up falling and traveling because of that, gives it back now to Crestview with just under five minutes to go into the first half as we currently have. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview 16 to 11. Very unforced error there for Eddie Crow. Just seemed like her feet just went out from under her. Maybe a slick spot or something like that on the court. Crestview setting things up now in the half court. Ellie Klein with it up at the top of the key for the Knights. Still slow things down. Have it now at the volleyball line. They hand it now. Casey Gregory will set things up. Rebound still back in the 2-3 zone defensively. They go inside to Etzler. Ends up down in Kreider's hands for Crestview. Now Gregory will drive inside. They'll bounce it back inside. Casey Gregory unable to get that one to go from in close. Rebounded Lindsey May. Liberty Benson now the other way down to 425 to go in the first half of action. So get it towards Gherkin. Pass going to be poked away once again as it will be stolen. Another steal for Callie Gregory. Up ahead, Ellie Klein laying up and good. Adds on to the Crestview advantage, 18-11. Your score here in the second quarter. I think we got a timeout here from... Coach Gregory and Crestview, only 30-second variety. So, wow, we have this timeout brought to you by Warner Economy Corner. Warner Economy Corner located at the corner of Blanchard Street and Blanchard Avenue for deals on wheels. 18-11, to 11, your score. The Benton currently trailing Crestview here, a matchup of two very good teams here in the non-conference. Crestview coming in tonight, 17-2. Liberty Benton, 14-4 on the season as each team looking to get their team going in the right direction as the postseason will be starting here within the next few weeks. Yeah, and you know what? These are the types of games you want to have towards this part of the season. You want to have the heavyweight matchups now. Brackets already in place. You get to work a little bit more on strategy, but also see where you stand against some of these top flight programs. As another steal for Gregory in transition. That time won't go. Rebound and now Lindsey Mays. Liberty Benton looking to go the other way. Trailing 18 to 11. 3.55 left to go here in the first half of action. Dehart finding Gherkin down inside. Gherkin forcing that one up. Gets that one to go with the foul. A much-needed basket for Lauren Gherkin and LB. And this is why I've been calling for the aggressive play. Going after it, going towards the basket. Lauren Gherkin is a very strong player. She can draw contact and she can still finish at the rim. That whole first quarter of the fadeaways and the putbacks and stuff like step-back jumpers from everybody just really cost them, in my opinion, a whole quarter of offense because this team can be so aggressive and efficient in the paint. Just really frost me to see when they don't. Great job. Hopefully that's the start of an adjustment here. And one free throw up and good for Gherkin. Makes it 18 to 14. 335 left to go first half. Ellie Klein open for the three. Up and good again for Ellie Klein and Crestview. Now their lead back to seven. 325 to go in this first half. Coach Lee really needs to think about adjusting from that 2-3 zone. It is not rotating fast enough to keep up with Crestview. Dehart open for a three of her own. Coming right back. Will the freshman Cora Dehart makes it 21 to 17. Down to 330 in the half. One of those rare interior players that could also shoot it from outside. 
Very much a lot of good things to come for the 6-2 freshman and Cora Dehart on the Liberty Benton side. As we'll see now Crestview set things up again in the half court. Do still see Liberty Benton in the 2-3 zone defensively. Etzler swings it up top, back over Callie Gregory. Ends up in now Ellie Klein's hands on the Crestview side as they're content to kind of spread things down as we're down to 2.45 to go in the half. Well, and they also know that the rotations have been slow, so they can probably get an open look beyond the arc if they slow it down and spread things out. Klein with it left wing for Crestview. Like right now, Casey Gregory's wide open. Callie Gregory pulls up for the three. That time won't go. Cora Dehart. Rebound Liberty Benson the other way, trailing 21-17, 2.22 left to go in the first half. Didn't mean to cut you off there, my apologies. DeHart setting things up now in the half court for Liberty Benton. Lindsey May with it over, now Hooper with it. Tries to enter it to Gherkin, passes stolen away briefly, but ends up back in Liberty Benton's hands. Up top for Hooper, finds DeHart right wing. Throws it in towards Gherkin. Gherkin pump fake goes up, comes up short on that one. That's the rebound. Crestview the other way down to two minutes to go in the half. Good offense there from Liberty Benton. May not have ended in points, but you're at least still attacking towards the basket. You're forcing that defense to cave in to give you some potential openings outside later on in this game. Well, Klein driving in. Her pass, though, will be stolen by Lauren Gherkin as she was trying to get it inside to Callie Gregory. Gherkin now pulls up from the left block. That one won't fall. Rebounded now by Callie Gregory. Going the other way now for the Knights. She'll cut through the defense. Can't quite finish with the lay-in. Ends up back, though, in her sister's hands as Casey Gregory will knock that one down from about 18 feet away. Makes it 23-17 with 1.20 to go in the half. Well, that just worked out for him. <laughs> My goodness. Liberty Benton now trying to set something up here in the half court offensively. Get it down right corner. May will drive baseline, comes up short. Rebounded though inside by Gherkin. Wanted to get it over towards Sophia Barbara, but it had to kind of short arm the pass. Resulted a jump ball. Possession error though will keep it with Liberty Benson as we're down to 102 to go in the first half. 23-17 your score, Liberty Benton trailing. Bit of a missed call there by the officials. There definitely should have been a contact foul in favor of Lindsey May as she drove baseline there. Good, good block, but the follow through led to a lot of contact by Maya Etzler. Maddie Crow checking in for May on the LB side. Crow comes in and launches the corner. Three won't get that one to go. Going to be rebounded underneath by Crestview. Crestview now the other way, still with the 23-17 lead over Liberty Benton, down to 50 seconds to go in the first half. Once again, both defenses doing a decent job. Liberty Benton has struggled at different points with their rotation, but holding this Crestview team only 23 points so far in a half is remarkable. It's going to be stolen down inside by Lauren Gherkin. Liberty Benson the other way. Down to 32 seconds to go in the first half. 23-17 your score. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview. Crow gets it over now to DeHart. DeHart finds Barbara. Punk faking. Now down inside to Gherkin. Gherkin back over Crow. Crow open left wing three. Won't go. Rebounded inside by Gherkin. Turnaround shot and good for Lauren Gherkin. Makes it 23-19 down to 12 to go in the half. Great rebound by Gherkin. Good second chance bucket there. Casey Gregory has it now up top. Launching the three. Up and good for Ellie Klein and Crestview. As that'll do it for the first half. 26-19 your score. Liberty Benton trailing. And here's the thing. There's some things to like that Liberty Benton did in that first half. But Crestview just did a ton of things well there. Even with the good defense from Liberty Benton. They made the rotation slow defensively leading to a fair bit of open looks from beyond the arc. I mean, my goodness, we had, what, four threes at minimum in that first half, maybe a few more than that. 
from this Crestview team. I, see, I think at least four made threes by my estimation. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. And on the offensive side for Liberty Benton, you saw them finally start to go on the attack. That's where you saw a nice run there happen for them to get a much more closer game. But if I'm Liberty Benton, there's some pretty sizable adjustments that you need to make here at halftime. Chief among them, let the 2-3 zone die. At least today. At least today. It works great for you 90%. There's been some games where it's worked great and other games where it hasn't worked as great. It's It works when you only have to worry about a couple taller players on the other team. Callie Gregory is a perimeter player. She's 5'10". And she's one of the average size players on this Crestview squad. It's just you have a little too much speed, a little too much perimeter play, plus the size for that 2-3 zone to work right now. Maybe switch to a man or maybe a 1-3-1, something to that effect, because they seem to like the corners and the wings in particular for those shots, so maybe a 1-3-1 will benefit them a little bit more. But outside of that, offensively, keep on the attack. You've got to keep going towards the basket. you got two very aggressive players in Gherkin and DeHart that you get them going in the paint, you could draw some fouls, get some contact going your way, get a few extra shots off in those situations, make it a much closer game. But all that negativity said and critique said, only 26 points for Crestview, still a good effort, but it could be a lot closer in favor of Liberty Bend, if not in the lead for Liberty Bend. Let's see if they'll make those adjustments in the second half. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick time. When we come back, we'll have our Owen and halftime report, and then shortly after that, Back to start the second half here from Liberty Benton. 26-19 to score. Crashview currently the lead over Liberty Benton. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Get toned, get healthy, get fit. And get ready to head to the new fully equipped Grit Gym at 2499 West Market Street in Tiffin. Take the first step with Grit and experience all new equipment, new machines, new turf, new power racks. Visualize a new you with one-on-one or group personalized training under coaching from one of the Grit Strength Trainers. Get ready for a new experience, a new facility, and a new you with Grit. Grand opening at their new location in December. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is now live. The official sports book of ESPN features daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN shows and personalities like me. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sports book bet. Download the ESPN Bet app to sign up today. I'll see you there. ESPN Bet, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See up for details. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment, and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family-owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair, and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components, so no matter what Mother Nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no-obligation quote today. 
Winter, that means snow, ice, and treacherous traveling. Make sure you have a dependable ride. Deals are happening daily at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll set you up with a quality used vehicle at a great deal. Dependability, smiles, deals, and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. For years, college athletes have not been allowed to monetize the fame that comes with being a star athlete at a popular college or university. Despite the millions of dollars that schools make from athletics, the National Collegiate Athletic Association, or NCAA for short, has put rules in place prohibiting student-athletes from doing so. There's been a recent push for students to share in the athletic revenues for schools, with television and media rights deals between major broadcasters and schools entering the range of billions of dollars. Recently, student-athletes have been able to monetize their name, image, and likeness, but those deals are often for a select few and outside the control of schools, universities, and the NCAA. I'll speak with Adam Jardy. He's covered Ohio State for the last decade, mostly on the men's basketball beat, about comments made by incoming Ohio State Athletic Director Ross Bjork that seem to point towards a revenue-sharing model for college athletics. That's next. This is the Ohio News Network. The ONN Daily Podcast. Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. Our one affiliate WBNS-TV in Columbus has more. Haley Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From the State House. Kevin Landers. ONN Canton. ONN affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland explains. In Marietta. Brett Worf, ONN News. Emma Henderson in Genoa. The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at onnradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts from the Ohio. In Ohio, public education matters, and every day, Ohio's public school educators use their united voice to advocate for the supports and resources our public schools need so every child thrives. No exceptions. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. Because great public schools are a winning playbook for Ohio, and Ohio is stronger when we stand together to cheer for our students' success. This, this is ONN. I'm Eric Reeser. Adam Jardy is my guest. Before I bring Adam in, I want to set up our conversation with comments made by incoming Ohio State University Athletic Director Ross Bjork. He was speaking on ONN affiliate WBNS-FM in Columbus and on a revenue-sharing model for college athletics where student-athletes would be given a cut from the massive television deals being struck between schools, athletic conferences, and major broadcasting companies. It's going to happen. We're going to be sharing revenue with, uh, with athletes. We're going to be reallocating resources across our athletic departments. We're going to still have sports, though. I asked Adam if such a model could even work in college athletics. I, I think it has to. I, I think that that has to be where this is all ultimately headed because I don't think there's anybody that would tell you right now that the current sort of NIL structure or lack of structure is really all that good for anybody. I mean, it's confusing, it's messy, it's shrouded in mystery. Nobody really knows who's getting what or, or from whom. 
Um, you know, it, teams can't quote unquote use it or schools can't use it as a recruiting inducement. But uh, I mean, obviously, it clearly is. Um, there's the the issues that that all presents. There's so much uncertainty and so much unknown. And I think to to hear Ross talk about like basically that kind of stuff essentially needs to be brought in house, and the, you need to sort of streamline this stuff. Um, honestly, if this is the model that we're in, like that's what makes the most sense. It, it it's it's confusing right now. It's nebulous. Um, and I can throw a ton of different adjectives out there, but th- there needs to be a better way to make this happen. And I do think that certainly a school like Ohio State that can put its influence out there and can, you know, have a big seat at a table uh, in hiring Ross Bjork, it's, it's clear that they they believe in the direction that he thinks that this should be headed and that he's the kind of guy who can help them bring about that kind of change. And honestly, it it does feel like a pretty strong line of delineation from how Ohio State has been historically. I mean, Gene Smith has talked explicitly, like, you know, if it gets to the point where we're paying players, like, I'm out. Like, I mean, he, he said that at press conferences before, and it's not that he's not in favor of players, you know, being compensated. Um, but if, you know, we start talking about a situation where players are getting, like, direct checks from a university to play in a pay-for-play type of situation, Gene, that's not what Gene has been about. And so that's that does feel like a very interesting shift in Ohio State's overall kind of uh, – you know, viewpoint on, on how this all should work. My thanks to Adam Jardy. He covers the Ohio State men's basketball team for the Columbus Dispatch. You can read his stuff over at dispatch.com slash sports, or you can follow him on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X at Adam Jardy, J-A-R-D-Y. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. Back we are to start the second half here between Liberty Benson and Crestview. 26-19, your score. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview as we start the second half. Lance Morris, Matt Cobbin here with you on Classic. It's 96-7, nailing the three right as she picked it up where she left off in the first half is Callie Gregory as it extends the Crestview lead now to 10. And unfortunately, right where they left off as well, Liberty Benton still in that 2-3 zone. Liberty Benton trying to get something going in transition. Gherkin swings it over towards Crow, but Crow thought it was going towards Hooper. Because of that, ends up going all the way out of bounds. Gives it right back over to Crestview. Crestview, the 29-19 lead, just about 30 seconds into the start of the third quarter. I know we're only 35 seconds in, but this is about as bad of a start to the second half as Liberty Benton could have asked for. Crestview setting things up here in the half court. They find Etzler down inside. Gregory cannot convert from a few feet away. Eventually going to be rebounded by Gherkin as she fights off of a couple Crestview defenders to bring that down. Good rebound by Gherkin. Benton finds Gherkin down inside. Ends up drawing the foul from just inside the left block with 6.58 left to go here in the third quarter. Still a 10-point lead for Crestview. I feel like the office meme of Steve Carell slapping the table and saying, thank you, finally. On that one. That was so good. Leaning in, attacking towards Maya Etzler. Get her in foul trouble. Get her off the floor to get that height advantage back in your favor to start attacking the paint even more. First free throw up and good for Gherkin. Makes it 29 to 20. Second one from Gherkin. Up and good. She'll go two for two at the line. Makes it now 29-21, 6.55 left to go third quarter. Joey Klein crossing half court for Crestview. Bounce it over towards Casey Gregory on the right wing. She'll bring it over towards the top of the key. 
Alba get it right side for Cole Wickey. Cole Wickey brings it back near the top of the key as well. Now over to Klein. Klein entering it down inside towards Etzler. Etzler has to run out of room. Try and save that one. Ends up stolen away by Sophia Barber. Liberty Benson now the other way. Six and a half to go. Third quarter still trailing by eight. Yeah, an opportunity here for Liberty Benton to try and get something going. Barbara over towards Crow, open for the left corner, three, two strong. Rebounded briefly by Hooper and ends up being out of bounds. Last touch by Etzler will stay with Liberty Benson under the basket, 6-17 to go third quarter. Crow gets it off the inbound, finds Gherkin on the block. Gherkin up through traffic, up and good from inside. Makes it now 29-23, 6-0-9, left to go third quarter. Look at that, one of the best players in the interior goes inside and they get points. Amazing. Inside to Etzler. Etzler finishing from just a few feet away, right back on the Crestview side. Makes it 31-23, 5-55, left to go third quarter. Another one of the best players in the business going inside there, and it also works. Hard inside towards Gherkin following the press break. Going to get a foul called off the ball that time with 5.45 left to go here in the third quarter now. And that's a big one there. Ellie Klein gained her second. Not, a, not necessarily a height advantage, but with Ellie Klein as well, she is a very good shooter, and she's a great facilitator. You can get her off the floor for a little bit. That may help slow down this offense for Crestview. Benton wants to go inside towards Girk and ends up in Hooper's hands on the right corner. All up top for Barbara. Barbara hands it back to Hooper. Ends up getting it to DeHart. Down left corner for Liberty Benton. Swing it around now. Sophia Barber with it on the right corner. Want to enter it to Gherkin. Pass ends up in the off. Stolen away as they were trying to get it towards Hooper. Ellie Klein now in transition for Crestview. And she'll draw the blocking foul now with 5.18 to go third quarter. Liberty Benton still trailing 31-23. That's the other part. Ellie Klein is very good at drawing the contact. We've seen it all night. She already has 10 points on the evening. Possibility to make it 12 here. As I don't think she's missed a foul shot thus far. First one up and good for Klein. The 95% free throw shooter coming into today. Yep, no, she probably hasn't missed them so far tonight. <laughs> I'd say that's a pretty safe bet at this point. 95%, wow. So second one up and good as well. Makes it 33-23. to 23. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview, 5-15. Left to go here at third quarter. Crow able to break through the press for Liberty Benton. May wants to go inside towards Gherkin. Gherkin double teamed over to Hooper. Hooper ends up now DeHart down in the corner, back inside Gherkin. The right block goes up, comes up short over the defense. Rebounded Etzler, Crestview the other way. Driving in transition, Gregory swatted again by Gherkin. As it'll go again the other way for Liberty Benson down to 445. Left to go to third quarter, still trailing by 10. Great defense from Gherkin, very well done. Nice to see her game kind of warmed up here and getting after it a little bit in the paint defensively as well. Pass poked away, will be last touched by Liberty Benton, gives it over again to Crestview, 4.36. Have to go third quarter, 33-23, to 23. your score, Liberty Benton trailing Crestview. That looked suspiciously like a dump from Callie Gregory for volleyball. She was able to bounce that off of the top of Sophia Barber to get out of bounds. Crestview setting things up now in the half court. Casey Gregory with it on the right wing. Now brings it up top for the Knights. Maintaining her dribble. Back now, Klein with it, left wing extended. Klein finds Gregory, left wing. Bouncing it now to Etzler in the high post. 
Finds Klein on the cut. Klein lays it up and in. Adding on now to the Crestview lead. It's 35 to 23, 4.02 left to go third quarter. And with that 2-3 zone and a little bit of slow rotation we've seen, those backdoor kind of plays are absolutely in play for Crestview. Phenomenal execution there. May pulls up for the free throw line jumper but won't go. Rebounded now Crestview again the other way. Crestview the 35-23 lead, 3.45. Up to go here third quarter. Be Callie Gregory with it on the right wing for Crestview. Bring it back near the top of the key. Now over to the volleyball line. Still have Liberty Benton back in that 2-3 zone defensively. Now it'll be Casey Gregory with it. Left wing extended and defended by Crow. Over now to Klein. Pass will be poked away by DeHart. Will stay with Crestview on their side of the floor with now 3.26 to go third quarter. A little surprised to see Callie Gregory not go on the attack there. I mean, she's going to go for the inbounds here. She probably had the matchup that she was looking for on the rotation between her and Hooper. Well, it's just a bit of a surprise that she didn't attack in that moment. Crestview trying to get something going here in the half court. So reset up top with Klein. Klein finds Kulwicki near the top of the key. Over to Klein now on the right wing. Klein brings it back towards the top of the key. Left wing now extended for Gregory. Callie Gregory will bring it up towards the top of the key. Kulwicki left wing extended now for Crestview. Back now, Callie Gregory with it on the right wing. Liberty Benton briefly double teams. Ellie Klein now with it. Swings it around again to Kowicki, top of the key. Klein now has it left wing. She'll drive inside, bounces it inside. Pass is going to be swatted away as trying to take the shot down in close was Kennedy Kreider. Another block for Gurkin already, at least by my estimation, her fifth of the game. Yeah, I have her at about five as well. And for Kreider, had a great opportunity, but kind of fumbled the pass initially. Gave Gherkin just enough time to set her feet, get in place, and go after that block. Callie Gregory wide open for the three, but unable to cash in that time. But Liberty Benson unable to bring in the rebound as it went out near the Crestview bench. And now we'll stay with Crestview down to 240. Left to go here, third quarter, 35-23 the score. Liberty Benton trailing. Someone should check on Coach Lee. He is down on the sideline over there. He is turning very red. That's <laughs> very, very red. Gregory now checking out for the first time here for Crestview. So now Klein lines up the three but comes up short. Kowicki tried to range over to that one but unable to as Liberty Benton goes the other way. Dehart with it up top for the Eagles. Also get down to Crow. Open for the left corner three. Cashing that one in from the corner will Addy Crow as Coach Lieb will take the timeout. 35-26 your score here in the third quarter. Full 10 out on the floor. We'll go ahead Take it right along with them. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. I was trimming the hedges last Saturday when suddenly I heard a friendly bark. It was my neighbor's German Shepherd. I knew the dog liked me, but like many Americans, I'm afraid of dogs. <clears throat> anyway, I smiled and started back away. Then the dog leaped at me. Not a, not a jump, but a graceful jeté right over the hedge into my arm. Her eyes are brown, her teeth were sharp. My time was up. I knew I had to dance. We waltzed towards the rose bushes. She dipped back, snatched a rose between her teeth, and broke into the tango. Even though I was frightened half to death, I still thought to myself, gee, you know, the, the dog really can't dance. Anyway, I was concentrating so hard on my rusty tango, I hardly heard my wife yell at me through the back door. Orson, stop playing with that dog and finish the hedges! My startled partner twisted out of my arms and vanished like quicksilver, leaving behind nothing but a, but a tiny rose and a tattered flea collar. Imagine that. You just did. You saw it on the radio. If you're an advertiser, this station and the Radio Advertising Bureau have news for you. Just call the station and say, I saw it on the radio. 
35 to 26, your score, 218 remaining third quarter between Liberty Benson and Crestview BBC Girls Basketball and Class gets 96-7 WBVI, 35 again to 26, your score, Liberty Benton currently trailing Crestview, it'll be Crestview ball following the Liberty Benson timeout. Crestview certainly seems to enjoy taking every possible second of a timeout. We do have Callie Gregory back in the game on the Crestview side. Klein finding Gregory now near the top of the key, working on Hooper. As Gregory now going to be called for the offensive foul as she just created a little bit too much contact that time. Too much contact, but more importantly, got the full extension on the arm there. You can get away if you partially extend. She was full Nick Chubb stiff arm against a Steelers player on that particular push-off. 30 Benton now setting things up here in the half court. Down to 145 to go third quarter. Trailing Crest 35-26. Up top for Hooper. Almost losing the handle. Gets it over to Crow. Hooper down inside towards Gherkin. Gherkin working from the left block. Finds Sophia Barber in the corner. Ends up back up top. Almost stolen away. Barbara ends up to have a stolen right back now by Callie Casey Gregory. Is that time off the mark on the miss. They get it out to Callie Gregory who knocks it down from just inside the right corner for another basket for Gregory. Extends the lead for Crestview now 37-26. If Liberty Benton has an Achilles heel offensively, they do not have a snap shooter. They do not have someone just gets the ball, snap. Ball's in the air going for a shot. That's every time it's got to be set, got to be a clean look. That's going to be an issue for them going forward as we're going to see a foul here called against... I think they got Etzler on that. They did. So Etzler and Gregory both with two fouls apiece now. Benson ball under their basket. Throw it in towards Lindsey May on the right wing. Finds Gherkin now. Just inside the top of the key. Working from the free throw line. Gets that one up, but now she'll draw the foul with 57.9 left to go in the third. Good job drawing the foul. Nice job on Gherkin's part getting to the line, getting some points in some capacity. 86% from the charity strike this year. 62 of 72 coming into tonight's game. This one from Gherkin up and good. So we'll see Elise Hooper checking in for now Emma Hooper for Liberty Benson. Also worth noting on the Crestview side, we are officially in record-breaking watch for Callie Gregory. She has 13 points on the night. Second free throw up and good for Gherkin. Makes it 37 to 28. We're about to trail and crash you down to 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Left side for Ellie Klein and Crestview finds Gregory. She has it working her way down inside. Goes up on the right block. Up and good again for Callie Gregory. Makes it out 39 to 28 with 36 seconds to go here in the third quarter. What's that put her at now? Four away from school's all-time record? I believe so. Down inside. Pass going to be stolen away. Crestview now right back the other way. Down to 25 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Klein will bring it back towards the volleyball line. Looks like we'll see Crestview hold for the final shot of the quarter. Up top for Kulwicki. Down inside, but foul going to be called off the ball. So another offensive foul. Because, yeah, that one will go on Casey Gregory, just her first of the game. Coach uh, Mark Gregory, not uh, not a fan of that call, to put it mildly. He is quite animated down there as well. It's, but we, we've been blessed with a lot of animated coaches this season. 
Roger Jury's not the only one anymore. <laughs> so we'll get another off-ball foul on Crestview here with 10.5 to go in the third, and that's now the fifth foul against Crestview, and also the second foul against Casey Gregory here in the last few seconds. So that'll put now Liberty Benton at the line. Yeah, a little surprising on that call. Didn't actually see what occurred in the moment, but that's another big one. Another foul against Casey Gregory. It's now four of their primary players, Klein, Gregory, Gregory, and Etzler, all with two fouls apiece. I know it's not a big deal, but fourth quarter, that's where the aggression level tends to kick up a notch as well. You might be having some significant foul problems as this game continues. Cooper splits the three throws, makes it 39-29, down to six seconds to go in the third. Down inside, pass stolen away, ends up in Elise Hooper's hands. And Liberty Benton won't have a chance to launch anything as that'll do it for the third quarter. 39-29, to 29, your score. Crestview the lead through three over Liberty Benton. We'll go ahead subside for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to BBC Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. I burnt everything. Ah! And then we played catch. I broke Mr. Lewis's window. And then, somehow, my hand. My hand! And then my dad even let me drive his car. The hospital's on the right! It was a rough day. It was a great day. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers. We are to start in the fourth quarter, 39-29. Your current score, Liberty Benton trailing Crestview. So we start the fourth quarter. Lance Morris, Matt Cobbin here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. A 10-point gap for Liberty Benton to try and overcome here as we start the fourth quarter. And once again, Crestview very slow out of the break timeout as they almost had an open look as soon as they had the inbounds for Liberty Benton. Pass, though, will be stolen by Ellie Klein for Crestview. Up ahead, good pump fake down inside as Casey Gregory lays that one up and in, adds on to the Crestview lead. It's now 41-29 as we start the fourth quarter. And his defense has just been exceptional this entire night for Crestview. They've really done a great job. I mean, outside of Lauren Gerken with 13, it, it's been nothing from the offensive output for Liberty Benton. Hooper trying to force the issue and does just that as she's able to lay that one up and in with the left. Makes it 41-31, 7.20 left to go. Very nice shot by Hooper. Again, I like the attack. When you have a team that's like Crestview, you want to be on the attack. Don't let them force you onto the outside. Down inside. Etzler won't get it to go, but will draw the foul with 7.08 left to go in this one. And Worth noting, did see Liberty Benson in a man-to-man -man defense that time down the floor as well. Which is good. That's an adjustment. Honestly, it probably should have been made coming out of the locker room at halftime, but they're there now. That should help out significantly. And now you can man up and have the defenders where you need them to be. This free throw up and good for Etzler. Etzler, another one, 70% from the line. You do not see that from centers too often. From Etzler up and good as well. 
Back to a 12-point advantage for Crestview over Liberty Benton. 7.07 left to go. And Crestview responds immediately to the man-to-man -man defense with a full court press of their own. Lindsay May has it right wing for Liberty Benton over to Dehart. Open left corner three. Comes up short. Rebound is eventually grabbed by Lindsay May as it just happened to kind of fall right in her hands. So get it over towards Hooper. Hooper cross courts it over to Crow left wing. Up top Hooper. Open for the three. That one won't fall. Rebounded down inside by Etzler and ends up in a jump ball possession arrow though will keep it with Crestview with 6.40 left to go here in the game. Yeah, I see a couple of the Crestview fans wind a foul on the floor foul, but that was just good rebounding between both of them. That's certainly not something that's foul worthy. Good call by the officials making that jump ball instead. Crestview ball, 6.32 remaining. So wanted to go down inside, almost took out one of the cameramen down there, is, ends up giving it back to Liberty Benton. Had to dive out of the way, practically he needed to save his own life there. It was him or the camera. Good decision going for himself. 12-point lead for Crestview over Liberty Benton. 6.20 left to go. Liberty Benton able to break the press this time. Crow had it from way outside. Ends up swinging it now to Lindsey May. Ends up back in Crow's hands. This time she'll launch it and knocks it down from the top. He makes it a nine-point game with 6.07 left to go. If she can just cut that shot down by like a quarter of a second, they will really have something with Addie Crow. They really would. She's great from beyond the arc. Crestview setting things up now on their side of the floor offensively. Up top for Kennedy Kreider. It's being pounded by Dehart up top. It's worth noting that's also a matchup. I believe Liberty Benton switched his last possession. They had Dehart on Etzler. Now this time they have Gherkin on Etzler. Probably a good decision there having, her, having Gherkin on Etzler. A little bit better interior defense there as Dehart's still kind of adjusting and developing her game in the paint defensively. Pass is poked inside by Crow. Will stay with Cressy with 5.32 left in this one. 43-34, your score. Liberty Benton trailing Cressy. We'll now see Josie Kowicki check in for Kennedy Kreider on the Cressy side. Kelly Gregory with it up top for Cressy. Brings it back towards the volleyball line. It's a screen from Metzler. Has it still on the right wing. He dumps it in towards Etzler. Etzler unable to finish, though, in close. Gherkin the rebound for Liberty Benson. Eagles the other way, down to 5.15 left to go. Great strategy, that's the switch that you want if you're Crestview, but just a missed opportunity there for Metzler. Aaron passed that time from Lindsey May, was looking to go inside to Dehart, ends up giving it back to Crestview with 5.08 left in this one. Seen a few of those tonight, a few miscommunication moments from both teams, that's really not a negative towards the offense of those situations, that's really the defense disrupting what is a rhythm set for those uh, offenses on both sides. Casey Gregory setting things up for Crestview here in the half court. Finds her sister Callie at the top of the key. Flash put it on the deck, being defended by May. Gets the screen from Metzler once again. Looks to drive baseline. Bounces it back over on a great pass as the corner three won't go, though, from her sister Casey as it ends up going out of bounds. Last touched by Crestview. Gives it back to Liberty Benton with 440 left. How did she knuckleball that pass over there around three defenders? By being really good. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> I don't have additional analysis for you that time, Matt. That insight brought to you by MJ <laughs> Brown Roofing and Construction Company. Short corner jump shot won't go from Cora Dehart as now Crestview will go the other way. Callie Gregory in transition, laying up and good. Just like that, now one point away 
from tying and then two from breaking now the all-time Crestview scoring record. Yeah, I would say really it's just a formality at this stage. You know Callie Gregory's getting our look at the basket over the course of this game, and she is going to connect on one of them. And, you know, well, obviously we're here for Liberty Benton. They're having a, a good game. They're having a bit of a rough game, but we really got to address what we've seen from Crestview over the last several years. I mean, it goes back to even when Drew Klein was under center quarterback. But I had a nickel for every time I've heard you mention Drew Klein. But then I would counter that by if you had a nickel for every time you brought him up as well for basketball and baseball. I mean, you just talk about the development that you've seen from Crestview as a program from top to bottom. It's really not just any one particular team or group that has been good. This Crestview program across the whole has just been phenomenal for nearly a decade at this stage. I mean, you're seeing more examples of it tonight. A 17-2 and team taking Liberty Benton, who's one of the presumptive favorites in the region this season. They got an 11-point lead, and frankly, they're kind of running away with it. You saw it in football this year, just absolutely dismantling Calvert that opening week of the postseason. It's like, I, I, Again, I said it earlier, I don't know what's in the water in Convoy, <laughs> but I want some. <laughs> I feel I'd be way more productive in life if I had some of that. We're going to go following the timeout. Down to 4.15 left to go. 45-34, your score. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview. Liberty Benton ball following the timeout. Dehart open for the corner three. Won't go. Rebounded inside by Gherkin. Reverse lane up and good from Lauren Gherkin. Cuts it down to a nine-point game with four minutes left. Great lay-in from Lauren Gherkin. All I'm going to say about Drew Klein, you had to be there. Just you had to be there to see what he did. Crestview now will set things up here in the half court. Ellie Klein with it on the right wing for Crestview. They'll get it up top to Josie Kulwicki. Kulwicki up top now finds Casey Gregory with it right wing. She'll briefly drive. Hands it to her sister Callie up at the top of the key. She has it at the right wing working her way down inside. Hooper ends up falling in translation as they go down into Etzler. Pump fake up and good for Maya Etzler. Adds on again to the Crestview lead. It's 47-36, 3.25 left. You can kind of tell the competitor that Callie Gregory is. Each one of those times she took a break, he's like, do I have a shot here? Nope, okay. Just pass it to Etzler instead. Lauren Gherkin with it up top. She'll launch the three. Comes up short that time. Ends up getting her own miss, though. As she'll look to drive briefly. It's now over to Sophia Barber on the right wing for the Eagles. Down into DeHart, back over to Barbara. Adds up in Crow's hand. She'll launch the left wing three. That's up and good for Addie Crow as that'll cut into this one. Makes it 47 to 39 as well. The timeout taken on the floor. Here again, Liberty Benton trailing 47 to 39. And once again for Addie Crow in terms of her shot selection, she is all of her points have come from beyond the arc tonight. It's really impressive the type of three-point shooter she is. If they can just improve the speed on that shot, just the catch, release, catch, release, they just grab it, shoot right away. If she can improve that even by like a quarter of a second, they will have an extremely dangerous perimeter player going into the postseason. She's already very dangerous because she can connect as soon as she has an open look. But if you can get that to be a quick bang, bang, puts the shot up, my goodness, the sky's the limit for this team going forward. 47 to 39, your score, 258 remaining. Liberty Benton trailing Crestview. Able to cut into that deficit thanks to an Addy Crow three. Holy Klein will bring it up the floor for the Knights of Crestview as we get down to 250 left in the fourth quarter. Kolicki has it on the right wing. Now up top for Callie Gregory. 
Leads it to Casey Gregory on that left wing. Now Etzler with it up at the top of the key. Now Kowicki has the left wing extended. Ends up back in Klein's hands as they'll slightly reset things. Klein will drive all the way down inside. Unable to get that one to go. Might have been partially blocked. So the result in the jump ball possession arrow will give it to Liberty Benson with 2.29 left. I got to tell you, I... I I kind of like what Crestview's doing there. It seems a little early to start the keep away game, though. I mean, you kind of saw them go into that, and then Ellie Klein just kind of decided on her own to attack the lane there. Good decision on her part, but a little early with 2.30 to go in this game to start keep away. Down inside to Dehart for Liberty. Benton cannot get that one to go from a few feet away. Etzler comes down with the rebound. Looks like we'll get a foul call as it looks like that'll go against Gherkin as we're down to 2.15 left. Yeah, it does appear it'll go against Gherkin and that'll be her second of the night, I believe. Just the second foul on Gherkin as it'll be Crestview Ball with 2.15 left. And hats off to both these teams actually playing it pretty clean here in the second half. Haven't seen a lot of fouls as now we get a quick foul against Addie Crow. As as soon as I was about to compliment the refs of, you know, letting them play a little bit in the fourth quarter, we have two fouls in ten seconds. But I think now at this point it's Liberty Benton trying to slow the game down as much as they can with fouls as well. As Cressy will work it now into the half court with Casey Gregory. Being defended up top by Crow near center court. She'll drive right side, does Casey Gregory. Now right back to the top of the key. As of now in Ellie Klein's hands. Epster was briefly open, as now we'll get a foul on Crow with 151 left. And you know what I'll just call it as is, I don't necessarily think Liberty Benton's trying to get fouls to slow it down. It's just they're getting called at this point. That's bad because they already have four with a minute 51. Liberty Benton does not have a foul to give for the remainder of this quarter. That was a really rough time to have those fouls. Cole Wickey with it near the volleyball line for Crestview. She's being defended by Cora Dehart. Cole maintaining her dribble, now ends up picking it up near center court, and Coach Gregory will take the timeout with 47 to 39 remaining. The score with now 90 seconds left to go in this one. It'll be a full timeout. Once again, these timeouts tonight brought to you by Water Economy Quarter, located at the corner of Blanchard Street and Blanchard Avenue. For deals on wheels as sorry I just kind of spaced out as I was reading that for a second there but it's worth noting as we have a moment this is uh, far from our only game of the week as we each have a handful of games on deck as tomorrow night we'll have some SBC action we'll have New Regal taking on Calvert Matt Brown and I will be over in Tiffin for that one and then Friday night we'll Matt and I again will go our separate ways as You'll have some SBC action. You'll have New Regal against Old Fort, and yep. I'll be over at uh, Elmwood as they play host to new conference rival Van Buren. And then Saturday again, we'll each have a game as you'll have Van Buren against Fostoria boys, and then I'll have uh, Mohawk taking on Hopewell Loudon in a rematch of last year's uh, district title game. Yeah, actually some really good games still on deck for this week. It's, it's You did good with the scheduling this week. Let me tell try. you, very well done. Phenomenal execution. I have no notes. But, uh, yeah, that Friday night game, I'm actually looking forward to that one. Old Fort versus New Regal. Old Fort just had a brutal loss to Hopewell Loudon. Curious to see what they do because it's now really just a rally for who gets second place in the conference. See what they can do in that matchup. Ready to go following the timeout. Crestview, the 47-39 lead on Liberty Benson and in possession. 
Liberty Benson with no fouls to give as they presume to try and get a turnover. Callie Gregory down inside, and now she'll draw the foul, and she'll go to the line with a chance to tie and possibly now break the Crestview all-time scoring record. Now here, here comes the calculus here for Callie Gregory. Do you break the record on an opponent's court, or do you save it for your home game coming up here at the end of the week? I guess we'll find out. We're going to find out here in a moment. First one from Gregory up and good as that should tie the all-time school record. And I'm guessing it is based on all the phones I'm seeing. Yeah, we'll see. Second free throw from Callie Gregory. And just like that, she is now the all-time Crestview scoring leader as the Crestview fans now come to their feet. Couldn't be a better person to have that record and have that accolade for Crestview. Callie Gregory has been such a phenomenal player as they're announced it now. Very nice gesture here from Liberty Benton actually announcing that's that way the fans can know. That's good good on their part. And I mean, Callie Gregory, just a phenomenal player. We, we've seen her play volleyball, basketball. She's just an absolute dynamite player regardless of the sport. So now it will be Crestview ball after all that as we get under a minute left to go. A 10-point lead for Crestview over Liberty Benton, 49-39. to 39. So it's going to be stolen away by Elise Hooper and and they'll get a blocking foul called on Crestview with 50.9 left to go as see Coach Lieb go to his bench once again, but still with some of the players that have already been playing as we'll see Barbara and DeHart check in for Elise Hooper and Lindsey May. Yeah, a little interesting to see the offense-defense substitutions here right now as DeHart and Barbara are not really in foul trouble at this point themselves. DeHart open for the corner three. That one won't go. Rebounded by Casey Gregory. Crestview ball back again with now 41 seconds left to go. 10-point lead for the Knights over the Eagles. And barring a Reggie Miller appearance here at Madison Square Garden, this one pretty much wrapped up at this point. As it looks like each team content to let the clock tick as it will. Those are down to 23 seconds as you just have Callie Gregory maintaining her dribble near center court for Crestview. Might as well let her maintain it and hold on to it because that game ball is probably going to her anyway and going into the uh, the school uh, trophy case in the near future anyhow. As that will officially do it, a 49-39 to win for Crestview here on the road at Liberty Benton. Yeah, big win for Crestview. I mean, really asserts their dominance in the region, in the area. I mean, 18-2, that's a phenomenal record. Getting ready to go into postseason play. Liberty Benton 14-5. Solid record in their own right. This was a good game between these two teams. Just to call it as it is, though, Liberty Benton was a little too stubborn in some of their decision-making coming out of the locker room, and I think that's what ended up being the difference here because Crestview really pulled away in that third quarter. It was actually a pretty nice back and forth in the fourth quarter. Actually, actually, look at your stat line. The only quarter that was tied between the two teams, 10 points apiece in that one, so... The, a good game, great performance by both these teams. Just a little bit better performance tonight from Crestview. And not surprising when you see their record. that they, They're just a very talented team. They do a lot of things really well. And they kept 
Liberty Benton, for the most part, in check. I mean, 27 points between Lauren Gurkin and Addie Crow is a pretty good night, but fact Marizan only had 39, so 27 coming from just two players is it's a little bit of a red flag for this team this late in the season. With that, we'll go ahead and subside for a quick timeout, then we'll come back and wrap this one up here from Liberty Benton. Again, 49-39, your final score. Crest you the win over LB. You've been listening to High School Girls Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Back we are to wrap this one up here between Liberty Benson and Crestview. A 49-39 win for Crestview over Liberty Benson in a record-breaking performance for Callie Gregory on the Crestview side. Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And, yeah, it was, you know, a back-and-forth game for a while, but especially in that second half, Crestview was just able to uh, ultimately pull away and uh, come away with this road win. Well, and really what it boils down to is Crestview made adjustments to counteract that two-three zone in a way that just really forced the issue against Liberty Benton that the two-three wasn't working tonight. They could see that the rotations defensively around the perimeter were getting a little slow, were getting a little sluggish in general, and they exploited it. They did a great job exploiting it. They did a wonderful job attacking that weakness tonight from Liberty Benton. I mean, you saw a lot of great perimeter play. You saw them go after it. 
But more importantly than that, they facilitate a lot of off-ball movement to really throw off that 2-3 zone. Uh, that backdoor play to Ellie Klein was just phenomenal. It was phenomenal. They had a few of those like that throughout the whole second half. So really just good adjustments by Crestview. Liberty Benton kind of seemed to decide that they just wanted to uh, continue to dance with the girl that brought her situation with the 2-3 until they got good way into the fourth quarter and realized it just wasn't working anymore. And by that point, it really was too little too late. But, you know, that's something that as they go on and as they get towards the postseason, as they get ready for the postseason, that's something that Coach Lieb and company need to look at and say, okay, the 2-3 works against some teams, but not all the teams. Maybe we should reevaluate it being exclusively the defense that we run. Maybe we need to adjust a little bit, have a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more fluidity with the type of D that we go with. And take it from there. Make no mistake, Liberty Benton's a good team. They're going to make a very nice run this postseason. I, I really don't see them being an early exit or an early bounce by any means. They're just too talented for that to be the case. But playing a game tonight against Crestview, to be fair, there were some things that kind of got exposed. Addie Crow had a great night. It takes her a good second and a half to prep that shot. You're not going to have that second and a half once you get to the district semifinals or district finals. You're going to have to Grab, shoot, grab, shoot. I mean, that's what Riley Irwin did so well for all those years here as the point guard and as the three-point specialist for this team. That's something Addie Crow still kind of needs to develop. She's got the accuracy down. Now she just needs to get the speed up to go along with it. And that really is just a quick adjustment. That's something that she can work on and have ready to go by postseason. Lauren Gherkin, phenomenal interior player. Phenomenal all-around player. She does have a, a little bit of a tendency right now that she kind of starts the games a little passive, a little tentative. That first quarter having a couple fadeaways, the pullback shots, the jumpers from the elbows that are like in between three-point, two-point land and kind of fading away. It's, you're one of the most dominant players in the area. You need to get going quick. You need to get in the paint in a hurry to disrupt whatever else the team wants to do defensively. Because if you can start attacking from there, then you can pull back, get some good looks at the basket, get some good perimeter shots, and open up the defense a lot more for yourself. And that's, again, just adjustments that are going to happen. This is a very good Liberty Benton team. They're going to be good just against a team like Crestview. Some of these things that have been kind of lurking just under the surface as, you know, for, for lack of a better term, and to quote a Disney movie here, we don't really talk about Bruno kind of things. You're getting to the postseason. Now is the time to start bringing those up and finding the adjustments that you need to make to correct those. Outside of that, I think they're going to be fine. These are two great teams. Both of them are going to make good runs. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, I th they're both in Division Four, aren't they? No. They're not, they're, they're are, about I'm, D2. I'm sorry, D2. So bo both of them are going to make good runs. Both are going to make very good runs this postseason, and they're going to be fun to watch. They really are. Just for Liberty Benton tonight, again, a few adjustments could take them from a great team to an elite team. And I really want to see them make those adjustments. Thank you for listening to High School Girls Basketball here on Classic Hits 96.7. A big thank you, as always, to our producer for tonight, Trayvon Hastings, back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course, Trayvon the Treasure Hastings, I might add. He does the Lord's work each and every time. Best in the business for board operators and producers that come from Heidelberg. It's as simple as that. One of the best. And a big thanks as well to Nader when Liberty Benson AD 
allowing us to come here and broadcast today. And for my broadcast partner, Matt Common, this is Lance Morris signing off here from LB. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school girls basketball. Again, your final score, Crestview 49, Liberty Benson 39. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Work, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.